Believe in yourself, reach out for your dreams. Don't surrender, there is more than it seems. Hold on and fight, follow your heart. This is your way, love is what you make of it. Hi, this is Dr. Joe Luciani, along with my daughter, who has returned again, and co-host Lauren Simonian, welcoming you to another session of 2022 self-coaching where real-life emotional struggle, whether it's depression, anxiety, relationship conflict, losing weight, or simply handling life's challenges are all addressed, teaching you to become your own best coach. 2022, the third day after the new year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Notice I said you've returned again. This yeah, is, that's what I was. I wanted a little clarification on that. Well, you were here last week, and this is right. two weeks in a row. So oh, so I, I returned. I, I'm not sure how, how long of a stretch you're going to uh, be able. I to only keep. missed one week, didn't I? No, you missed two weeks. Really? Yeah. Oh wow! How quickly you? How forget. quickly we forget? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But before we begin, uh, I found like the perfect New Year's song and let's just start out with that right no more banter no more yammering no more opining let's talk right about the song and then I'll, you'll you'll know why ready okay one two three happy days are here again the skies above are clear again let us sing a song of cheer again happy days are here again so there you go, Lauren. See, happy days are here again. This is what New Year's resolutions are all about. And today's topic is 2022. Let's talk evolutions rather than resolutions. And happy days are here again. And when we have all this optimism about making, I'm going to stop smoking. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to lose some weight. What about you? Have you made your 22 resolutions this year? <laughs> I've always been very big on New Year's resolutions, and this year I haven't quite gotten to them yet. So I uh, I don't know if I'm internally, Whoa. subconsciously boycotting the resolutions, or if 2022, maybe I'm just waiting to see how the year kind of unfolds before I celebrate it. That's like wearing suspenders in case your belt breaks. You just want to be cautious about making a resolution that you don't want to break? I guess, yeah. I don't Gee whiz. I guess I just haven't been clear on what resolutions I'm trying to make. How about you know? more, more perfect attendance at our podcast? Ah, uh, yeah, that's actually should be up on, on the list. I really didn't know I missed two weeks. Two, two full weeks. Where's it two in a row? I'm going to go back and check feel, after this. Feel, I, I really it feels think... like it. Maybe not, but it felt like it. Is it possible that it felt like two, but it was only one? <laughs> <laughs> It's possible. Everything what, is possible with you. What are your New Year's resolutions? Uh, my New Year's resolutions are, which since I didn't make any, I'm trying to think of one. Oh, you didn't? No, I never I never have. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, no, I never have. Uh, I, I always felt that that you know I try to I try to live the, the, the resolutions on a daily basis. If I have to do something or if I want to get in shape or if I want to eat a certain way, you know, I just start right up. I don't, I don't have to kind of anticipate it. Mm -hmm. And, and I think, and I think it works for me, but it doesn't work for everyone else. Some people need to jump start. you know, they need a trigger. 
And let's face it, New Year's New Year's resolutions for a lot of people are are triggers to to kind of jumpstart and jump into something that's been, you know, put on hold. We've been procrastinating. And so New Year's gives us that opportunity to say, forge ahead and let's 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 do it. Yeah, I actually was reading an article about how there are certain times in life when starting new habits are easiest. And they were saying anytime there's a big transition, like if you're moving to a new home or you're starting a new job or, you know, you're changing your role or your identity, whatever it might be, those are the times where new behaviors and new habits are most likely to occur. So I guess in some small way, this change or shift in the calendar, like you said, acts as a trigger. It's like mm-hmm. something we can anchor onto as this is the year it's going to happen whatever that might be. Well, okay. But I think you'll agree that along with this time of the year and New Year's resolutions comes like this is the third day of the new year, but also what what comes, you know, just hand in hand with the new year are holiday remorse, is holiday remorse, uh, where, oh, I, I tried to lose that weight or I think I, you know, I went to the gym for you know, five times and, you know, you know, so this is the holiday remorse when you, you kind of let yourself down. Did you know that, that by the second week in February, 80% of all gym memberships fail. People that have this grandiose idea, finally, I'm going to get some strength and muscle and fitness. 80%, 80 plus percent of all people who sign up for gyms, although now with COVID, I'm not even sure the gyms are open, but but typically, uh, it is a very high percentage of people who have good intentions. And you know what they say about good intentions? The road to hell is, do you know the, the proverb? Paved with good intentions. That's right. I think it's like with New Year's resolutions, when I think back on the past years, I always, like I said, I used to get so excited to do resolutions I always felt like an internal shift when the ball dropped it was like a very exciting moment for me because it felt like the old me versus the new me and it was this whole exciting thing which has I guess started to fade a bit in my older years but the resolutions I used to make were so intricate and like kind of all or nothing sort of resolutions like you know I was going to wake up at 5 a.m to journal and go to the gym and make food for the day and then I would have my day and you know it was just things that were unrealistic there was no way that you know thinking about it in hindsight Mm -hmm. there's no way that that was going to fit into a balanced life it was just this idealistic vision that wasn't Mm -hmm. possible I like, I like so of old, course it's going to fail old me new me that's nice I like that you mentioned, <laughs> you mentioned the the ball dropping you know I, that's that's to me very intriguing probably everyone has watched that ball drop at one time or another Times Square or wherever because uh, we do we do broadcast to more than just this country to many countries and what what goes through your mind I, I, I'd like to explore this a little bit when I watch that ball drop and it, and the countdown 30 29 28 mm. there's something that's to me that's saying well wait, slow it down i don't want it to go too fast you know <laughs> you ever feel that way no no i don't want to let go it's almost like you want to hold time and all of a sudden you're you're aware that you can't stop the darn ball it's coming yeah. down and down and it's down. so true stop yeah it, like somebody stop it time doesn't stop and yeah then it, i got and then it hits 
And now it's the new year. And, and all of a sudden that trepidation and that fear and, and that whatever that is in me is, is dissipated. Now you, you come to accept, okay, it's done. I can't <laughs> stop the damn ball. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely get like an, an adrenaline rush every year. Yeah. Um, and I used to, uh, I, well, I, I think I just generally really like countdowns. <laughs> There's something about counting backwards that feels really exciting to me. Um, <laughs> like something big's about to happen. But I also used to, I'd say probably for like the full week leading up to New Year's Eve, I would, uh, you know, everything would be like, this is the last time in 2021 that you're going uh, to be doing this or that, you know, yeah. everything felt so final. Um, but I do that in my mind before like a birthday too. Like, this is the last time you'll be this age and you only have this day one time. This yeah, year. I do that too. And I keep, when I email people, I say, this is the last time I'm going to be emailing you this year and I'll talk to you next <laughs> year and all that kind of stuff. When I was a kid and, and we, we watched the ball drop, I think we did. I don't even know when that started. But I remember saying to myself, if the ball got stuck, mm. then the new year couldn't happen. You know, so <laughs> I guess I'm rooting. I'm rooting for a malfunction of the ball. Uh, yeah, that's actually what my husband <laughs> was saying on New Year's Eve. <laughs> what was that? What was he saying? Uh, just that it would be comical if there was some sort of malfunction and, <laughs> and then the crowd was stumped. Yeah, and he has all stuck these in time. stuffed into Times Square, like you know, just cattled in there, and 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 all of a sudden they're looking up, and what would you know that there would be just silence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it would be kind of comical. Old acquaintance. <laughs> what, what happened? It stopped. <laughs> Or what if the ball crashed? That would be. I mean, that would really not be a good omen. All all that Tiffany glass shattering all over the world. Oh Uh, my God! What an omen that would be. Seriously, that's the last thing we need. (laughs) Such such wonderful images we bring forward. New Year's, New Year's, yeah, the New Year. Well, Mm -hmm. anything new, you know, it's it's purports to bring you know hope you know, that uh, we we change those things that we don't like. And I like the word evolve, that we evolve into things that we do like. So yeah. you and I are going to talk a little bit today about kind of four self-coaching steps to, to really making those New Year resolutions become New Year's evolutions, where they become part of your life rather than we abandon them due to... Uh, procrastination, weak-willed, willed decisions, stuff like that. But I, do you agree with me if, if I say that sustaining all New Year's resolutions throughout the year really boil down to a self-discipline? Do you, do you think yeah. that's the bottom line with keeping resolutions? It's just this thing called self-discipline. And maybe specifically the you know, the willingness to endure the transient discomfort of changing. Because to change anything, whether it's going to the gym or dieting, you have to endure discomfort. Change doesn't come without discomfort, at least change that I know of. How about yeah. you? Is it about I, I totally agree with you. I think that also a lot of New Year's resolutions, like I was referring to mine earlier, are often drastic shifts like if you're if you're going to start a diet let's say chances are up until new year's you're enjoying the holidays and eating as much as you possibly can because you know you're about to restrict yourself and so (laughs) then all of a sudden the ball drops and there's this like restrictive switch 
and you know the new year's day you're hungover and all you want is something to like <laughs> feel better and you're like nope i can only have vegetables and whatever so i think like the drastic shift makes it hard to have self-discipline whereas if we did like small little um steps to reach our goal i think it would be a whole lot different yeah i, I totally agree and i i'm i'm just reminiscing here like when you decide that you're going to you know lose a few pounds or that kind of thing uh how in the week before the new year you know yeah the diet's gonna start you start to gouge yourself yeah you know, all the christmas cookies show up and and you and you keep saying it's okay it's okay because you know a few yeah. more days and then i'm going to go on you know i'll be on the wagon and you know why they call it being on the wagon by the way you know, no. the, the alcoholic term, you're either on the wagon or off the wagon. I fell off the wagon. Yeah. Why? You, you probably remember we did one of those double decker tour buses in New York City in Manhattan. Yeah. And we were going through, I think it was down by Hell's Kitchen where, where you lived at one time. And yes. and they the bus driver or the person that was describing said that this is where the Salvation Army would go down the road with a horse and cart and pick up the, the drunks off the street and put them on the cart. And as they went, if if someone rolled <laughs> off, they, the, the expression, they, 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 they're off the wagon, they fell off the wagon and the wagon would be what brought them down to the center. Oh. That's, that's what the bus drivers, and there's no reason for bus drivers to lie. Right, and there's no reason that that, like there's no other logical explanation for that term. So that's I'll true. buy it. That's true, it's, it's an illogical metaphor but our four our four tips right should we start with thinking small why that why is that important thinking i thought small. you already had one tip oh no you just generally are saying oh yeah i'm just i'm just i'm just bloviating i see yeah you like to do that. so I, to formalize it i'll say self-coaching step one think small begin with small successes why oh that's kind of like what i was saying before yeah right? you kind of hijacked it i didn't want to say anything well okay. how, how could you know you don't have the agenda in your head that's true so so i'll ask you to expound why is it important to begin with small successes hmm. well it probably builds motivation mm -hmm. right like if you can why start small why not, why not start big why not? Why not just you know, go for it all? I'm going to lose 500 pounds. <laughs> um, well, because I think those drastic shifts in day to day living are like nearly impossible to stick to mm -hmm. because like your your brain is not wired. Like there's so many habit habitual patterns in your brain right. that aren't wired to just immediately shift. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's. The chances are that you can be more successful if, for example, let's say your goal is that when I wash a dish, I'm going to, when I, I'm sorry, when I eat something on a dish, I'm going to wash it right after I, I eat. That would be a small challenge and a doable challenge. And you could make yourself do that. You eat your food, you go to the sink, you wash the dish. Ah, success, I did it. I, I followed through. I, I was able to deal with the transient discomfort of not letting the dishes stack up. So mm -hmm. as opposed to saying that, you know, I'm, I'm going to uh, give my, my car an oil change. I'm going to wash it and wax it. And, and I'm going to uh, do everything I can all tomorrow. 
you know, chances are you're not going to succeed at that or whatever it might be. That was a silly example. But whatever it might be, if the task is too big, chances are that there's a higher probability that you'll fail. And what happens if you fail? Then you get bummed out and you say, oh, man. And you're more apt to give up. And, you know, because we, we tend to really build up successes and feel more confident and when we do that and when we lose self-confidence. And that's, that's why we want to keep our challenges manageable. Mm. Do you have any manageable challenges right now, aside from getting through this podcast? <laughs> manageable challenges um, in terms of like goals that I have? No, just getting through this podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I was you... thinking of of cooking. That's been like oh a, yeah, oh. something that's just I. But you're but I you're don't... really throwing yourself into that. I know that. Well, you could say that, except it's been many years of, <laughs> of, of quote unquote throwing myself into it. Many years of New Year's resolutions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, but but that is something that you know I always my husband always reminds me like you you can't go all in like you know every time I decide I'm going to make a shift and I'm going to be the one to cook all these delicious meals I'll always say you know I'm going to go to the grocery store and I'm going to make five meals this week and they're going to be great and um, every time he always stops me and he says why don't you just start with like one or two (laughs) and that bothers me because I want to do all of it Um, that's my mind it's like an all or nothing mindset but he's so right that it's just not attainable like you can't go from nothing to everything yeah, it's unusual, and it's it's a low probability that you will uh, that you will achieve all the things at once. So small challenges, small successes. It's very important that you build confidence along the way. Now, that brings us into number two, because as you put these challenges that are manageable, and you have these small successes, what you're doing is you're building self trust, because you're trusting yourself that what you set out to do, you're going to accomplish. For example, let's say you want to make yourself finish all the paperwork and doing the bills before turning on the TV. And if you accomplish that, you're building some trust that what I said to myself, I accomplished. I'm not going to spend too much time at the mall. So you you set your watch or your iPhone, whatever you millennials do. and, And your little phone says, all right, this is your phone, time to leave the mall. And you leave the mall. So you're building that self-trust muscle. And it's like an actual muscle, isn't it? The more, yeah. more you test yourself, the better you do. But it's what's important is what I say to myself is what I do. That's you? a really good one. And I just recently, um, a friend of mine at work was telling me how she wakes up before work and she does her exercise. And she was just saying how it feels really good to start the day that way. And I was like, yeah, you know, I, I have done that a few times in the past, but I said, I just can't commit to it. It's too hard for me to get up. I don't trust that I actually will. And, um, and then she kind of stopped me and she was saying how she had read this article once about how self-trust is so important. And we often put so much emphasis on trust with other people. And like, if we tell other people we're going to do something, we usually do it. But when we promise something to ourselves and we don't follow through, it's actually, you know, such a, blow to our own relationship with self Mm -hmm. so it's you know she kind of put it in that perspective which was kind of was not kind of it was very helpful for me to think like why would I why would I allow myself to be trustworthy to others but not to myself I never really thought about about a commitment as being a version of self-trust yeah 
Yeah, I think it's important that what we commit to is kind of what we're saying is realistic because you have to get used to accomplishing what you set out to do. And that's why we, you know, it has to be a relatively manageable project that you engage in. And if you say, for example, I am going to go to the gym five days a week or seven days a week, and I'm going to just really dedicate myself to it. Well, you know, it's possible, but, you know, what's important is that you, you really want to, you know, cultivate success. So make it manageable and don't promise yourself something that's unrealistic. Mm-hmm. It's better to do the best that you can and be somewhat flexible. But when you set out, whether it's a New Year's resolution or evolution, just be realistic. Uh, as much as you want, you know, sitting in that trigger moment of making a resolution, as much as you want to accomplish, like Lauren wants to become a gourmet chef, uh, I mean, that's a wonderful aspiration. But it's better off if she learned to, you know, toast the bread before putting the peanut butter and jelly on it. Correct. Yeah, because then what winds up happening is I do nothing. <laughs> right. Like if I can't do all five meals, I just wind up ordering out. And, and like an all or nothing. How you're pretty good with peanut butter and jelly at this point. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. But that's the thing. It's like if you commit to yourself that you're going to do, you're going to cook every single night of the week. Once you miss one night, you've already failed. So it's like, why do I even try, you know, the rest of the week? It's just, exactly. well, I'm a failure. And, so. and, and there goes that, you know, that self-trust. You know, one, let's face it, one, one uh, swallow doesn't make a summer. You know what that means? It's part of the old IQ. I mean, I know I- what it means. I don't really know. Part of the old IQ test. Uh, in other words, a sparrow is a bird. And, and one bird doesn't, you know, the, the swallows come home to Capistrano, uh, all that stuff. But one, one little swallow doesn't make a summer. It takes a lot of swallows. <laughs> not, I not... don't think you know what it means. <laughs> that was the worst explanation. <laughs> I prefer the people falling off the wagon explanation. Well, one swallow doesn't make a summer. I mean, that's it's true. It, it takes more than one bird for it to be summer. What's a summer, though? Oh, like summer, the season. Yeah, yeah. One bird flying doesn't mean it's Oh, so nice. when I said swallow, you were thinking like taking a gulp of, of, Correct. of Red, yes. Red Bull or something? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. Moving on to number three. If you want number three? To, Wait. Did we just... What, that was Number was one it? was thinking small. Number two, oh, I'm sorry, was building self-trust. Oh, okay, all right, we're good. Are you listening? Yeah, I'm listening. <laughs> I was still thinking about the swallow. <laughs> Okay, number three. <laughs> number three, cultivating optimism. Why? And I'm going to throw it right in your lap. Why does it help know. to be optimistic if you're setting out to set, to have some New Year's resolutions? Why does it help to be positive? Well, I feel like if you're not positive, it's this is my same answer from before. It's hard to build momentum <laughs> or motivation, right? Can we just? I mean. I thought we just keep replaying the what you said a few minutes ago, and you don't even have to pay attention anymore. Yeah, that'd be good. Just dub it in. <laughs> you're uh, an optimistic person. Come on now. Let me let me. Yeah, I mean, if you're not bit. optimistic, why would you even start a goal right. in the first place? Can you, you imagine starting fail? a goal about I'm going to lose some weight? I, I I can't lose weight, so let me start a diet. <laughs> doesn't make right. any sense, right? Yeah. All right. You're set up to fail if that's your mindset. So, so what happens is that, you know, it's insecurity that will sabotage a resolution slash evolution. If insecurity throws doubt into your mind, then you might start out with a bang and you might hit the gym and you might start the diet. 
But if insecurity comes in and starts, it's too hard, then what happens? That pessimism starts to creep in. And once pessimism creeps in, uh, we know what happens. You're just not going to uh, perform. Correct. So it's better to lose the battle than to lose the war. It's okay to be to miss a day at the gym, to to have that cookie and, and really rebound and pull yourself back to, you know, just those challenges that you must succeed at. But mm. it's important to realize that, you know, one misstep, I was gonna say one swallow, one misstep <laughs> doesn't doesn't necessarily mean failure. It mm-hmm. just means that you have to learn from that misstep, that setback, get yourself back on the path. If you're really serious about New Year's resolutions, you have to be serious about being human. And being human means that you're not a machine. Eventually, you and Lauren and I and everyone, you know, we tend to slip up. You're tired? <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> I covered my face so you wouldn't see the yawn. This is what we were doing last week. We were yawning. Lauren, these podcasts are now beginning to become something that puts you to sleep. No, I'm not bored at all. I just, New Year's Eve was a late night. It's taking me a couple of days to recover. Maybe you should listen to these rebroadcasts to help you fall asleep at night if it makes you oh, that sleepy. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> so as I was saying, better to lose the battle than the war, meaning that, you know, let's face it, we're human, we make mistakes. And if you get derailed over one mistake, you know, you're going to just throw in the towel. And, and it's, that's not, what, not a way to win the war. Yeah, that's true. I think being forgiving of little mistakes is very important. And the word that you might use would be compassionate, right? Yes. Yes. Be so compassionate. Are you very compassionate with yourself? Yeah, I'd say I am. You know, the opposite is when you beat yourself up. I should have gone to that gym. I'm a I'm just such a derelict. Why didn't I? You know, that doesn't help, does it? No, that actually I think derails you really quickly yeah i mean i guess i guess for some people you know whipping themselves you know might be something that gets them to go to the gym but it's a it's a short-term fix you know you need to build yourself up you know we talk about building self-trust and self-trust muscle and confidence and optimism if you're not building yourself up to handle the rigors of change then you are going to succumb you know to the defeatist the pessimism uh, because basically you're telling yourself I'm such a loser, you know, and with, instead you need to have perspective that, you know, okay, misstep, miscue, stumble. Stumbling is not falling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that is very true. And so we have thinking small, building self-trust, cultivating optimism. And now are you ready for the final, the grand finale? of self-coaching tips for 2022 resolutions. And that is develop critical awareness. And I'll introduce it to you, Lauren, this way. Living without self-awareness is like driving your car at night with the headlights off. You know, technically you can still drive, but eventually you're gonna run into something. I, I understand the metaphor, but I don't, I'm not really sure how critical awareness is well, tied into resolution. Well, when you have the headlights on, you can, yeah. you, can you can steer in the direction of your choice. Okay. Without, without the headlights on, 
you are really not in control of your destiny. Okay. Okay. I also was thinking too that it's probably really important to understand like the genesis of your re- of your resolution because if you're making a resolution because you think you're not good enough yet like if it's coming from a place of like I'm overweight and you know unattractive and so I need to lose weight or you know I'm not good enough at providing food for my family so I need to learn how to cook um if it's coming from a place of like I'm not good enough that's probably destined for failure at some point as as opposed to coming from a place of like self-betterment or self-worth like wanting to be the best you can be I think even though it's like a subtle shift I think that there's a lot whole there's a different energy that's associated with with it when it's on the positive side that's an excellent point I like that very good very good I'm glad yeah because then if you make, if you mess up, which you will, like, there's no way you're going to stick to it hundred percent. Cause it takes what, like three months to form a new habit. So of course you're going to mess up at least once or twice along the way. And if it's coming from a place of, if your resolution is rooted in self-deprecation, then you're going to be far more likely to give up when something goes wrong. Whereas if it's coming from a place of I'm doing this to make myself the best I can be, it's easier to have compassion. Yeah, I think that's so important. I think that you have to start out with the optimism of who and what you are. And that and that's, you know, we're never perfect. And if you if you if you don't like who and what you are and where your life is and you're 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 kind of in that puddle of negativity, it, it's it's a negative place to start. I mean, sure you can make resolutions to change that. But it's so much better to to be more accepting and compassionate about who you are and the real reasons why you want to better yourself and change rather than to whip yourself. I always love the expression. I love being whipped. It feels so good when they stop. <laughs> that, that really fits in with this discussion. Yeah, thank you for sharing. No, but you know, when I was talking about the headlights, right? And you didn't quite get it, but with critical awareness, you shed light on your destructive habits, on your procrastinations. So you really have to be aware of how you typically sabotage your, yourself. And, and you always use habits, and it's true. We, we have these habits of procrastination, self-sabotage, mind games. It's a t- term I use quite often, mind games, especially when I wrote that book, Thin From Within. We play mind games with ourselves. Well, just just this one cookie, and you know, and we, we kind of you know play these little games where we we abandon our true intentions uh, with some kind of rationalization or some kind of excuse. We've got to get clear with ourselves. We've got to you know own up to who and what we are, and if there is a moment of weakness, to to recognize it as such. But as you say, we don't have to be perfect. Because Correct. happy days are here. Okay. Oh, you know, speaking of happy days, how about yeah. what is the happy time today? Do you know what happy time it is? <laughs> <laughs> that was really lame. Um, you, you yes. Know, what is I it? do, I do. It, it is self-coaching pep talk time. The first one in 2022. Thank you. Woo. 2022 let's talk evolutions rather than resolutions 
Okay, now it's 2022, and if you're like most people, you've probably come up with a few New Year's resolutions. And why not? The new year brings with it an expectation of wiping the old slate clean and starting anew. We all like fresh starts. And as optimistic as you might be, don't be blinded by short-sighted, wishful thinking. In order to have those resolutions come to fruition, you really need to recognize that unless you change your mind, you cannot, cannot expect your goals to be realized. If you really, really want to succeed this year, understand that it all boils down to self-discipline. And you build self-discipline by willfully enduring the transient discomfort of changing who and what you are. You're not born with self-discipline. You acquire it. I'm thinking happy days are going to be here again. I just want so to- many people are feeling like um, nervous about the start of the new year, I think, because the last two years well, that's have been true. so that's true. unpredictable. But, but just yeah. the happy days, if I'm not mistaken, and I really may be, I think this was a song of the depression or the around the end of the, you know, during an era where maybe at the end of, I'm going to look it up for next week, when we were just wanting to get to better, that song came about to rejuvenate people, to to make them see the new world coming. And, and I think that it's important for 2022. We've been through a lot. And as COVID rears its, its ugly head once again with this Omicron, uh, it's hard to, to really embrace a song like that. But I think, I think optimism is more powerful than any COVID. And I, I kind of believe that. So keep optimism in your heart. That would be my message for today. And let's, let's look at 2022, not only as wishful thinking that everything will get better, but as, as really resilient human beings that we are, that we're going to pull from this and grow from this and become mm. even better people and persons because of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Are, mm-hmm. How about, how, am I getting at it? How about a yawn from before? Oh boy. <laughs> how is that how about, how about anything else you want to throw in for 2022 mm, I, don't, I don't know did you happen to see amanda gorman's poem that she wrote for the new year she was the one that did the inaugural poem for joe biden no i did not she's I, like I, such a beautiful poet but one of the lines in her new year's poem was something like none of us were ready for this meaning like the mm. state of the world but she says, but we were, but we are readied by it, oh, meaning like we've nice. become yeah. stronger. Yeah. And I would like to wish you and every single person that is listening to this podcast, the very best that we could possibly bring of ourselves and out of ourselves for the coming year in a healthy, let's, let's, let's take that leap of optimism and say, hopefully the demise of this this incredibly difficult COVID variable that has now entered the picture. And let's let's look to that day where happy days truly will be here again. Yes. So that's about it for me. How about you, kid? Yeah, I'll piggyback off of your sentiment and say happy, healthy new year to all of our incredible listeners. I don't know how you withstand us every week, but <laughs> we're very grateful. <laughs> yeah, we are. we are, aren't we? Yes. 
thank you all and uh let's let's say happy new year happy and visit new year. our thank you thank you <laughs> <laughs> and visit our website selfcoaching.net where you can learn more about our self-coaching philosophy and while you're there you can check out my other self-coaching books uh, so until next time, remember that being victimized by emotional struggle, it's not an option. And by definition, victims are powerless and you are not powerless. Remember, everything is hard until you make it simple. So join Lauren, who is in no need of any New Year resolutions, and me every week. And what do you say we make it simple Believe together? Yourself, reach out for your dreams. Don't surrender, there is more than it seems. Hold on and fight, follow your heart. This is your way, life is what you make of it. Believe in yourself, reach out for your dreams. Don't surrender, there is more than it seems. Hold on and fight, follow your heart.